Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. While nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. The Why Watch That Talk. It's that time of year again. It is the Emmys 2019. Now, if you know anything, listeners, we have been doing this for six consecutive years. And why should this year be any different, Critic? Um, <laughs> do you want my <laughs> you think, honest answer? You, you, you can think of a million. We both got a chance to watch it. I know you dipped in and out. I watched it in its totality. And I have to say I have mixed reviews overall. Again, this was this was the first time it was on Fox in a while. Like, I don't remember the last time it was on Fox. So I'm not sure when that was. But this is uh, the second year in a row that they've gone without a host. And it mm. feels like a lot of them board shows are going hostless. But this is not what made it peculiar or specific. This year, not only did they go without a host, they went without an orchestra. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. Yeah, it was like, without quality. They went without that too. Oh boy, yep. You can already tell what that critic feels <laughs> and how he feels about that. But it, they went without an orchestra and they went without um, the... At least when it's hostless, they had um, a consistent sort of through line and feel to it. This was a little bit all over the place. It was like the music that was playing when they would walk up was like DJ, you know, top 40 music, which I don't know how I felt about that. Yeah, like top 40 from 1980. Yeah. The whole thing was strange. Look, just do a press release. Well, I mean, honestly, <laughs> or do what Tiff did and just announce it over social media. I'll be announcing <laughs> it. <laughs> just like, look, we're going to skip all this. But um, what I will say is that um, although there weren't a lot of memorable moments, I will ha- give my hat off and again, champion Maya freaking Rudolph. Why don't you let her host the show? (laughs) You know what? Maybe she just doesn't want to do it. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Maybe maybe she's got skeletons in her closet. Because, you know, (laughs) if you've tweeted anything in the last 50 years, (laughs) even if you didn't tweet it, if you just, I don't know, said it and someone heard you said it, you really aren't able to, to do all that. So anyway, we are going to slim it down this year. Usually we go through just about everything Um, But this year, we're going to stick to the acting categories as well as the television series and or movie uh, winners. So let's get right to it. Let's start with the um, supporting actor in a limited series or movie. You really know how to say this best, but I think Bill Hader this year trumped you. Um, He explained (laughs) when he was was out announcing, uh, presenting. He said... 
you know, whoever was with him, I can't remember, was like, well, what is a limited series? He goes, a limited series is a series that got canceled. Yes. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> it was I great. It was so funny. I'm like, that's true. It's a series that nobody wants to see over and over again. So let's um, dip into the best supporting actor. We have um, Ben Wishaw from A Very English Scandal, which I think, in my mind, I was like, how many seasons ago was that? But um, <laughs> but you also know the technicalities of like, um, when something is or isn't included in the current Emmy award cycle. Because even though it won, uh, there was some winning and nominations last year for the Golden Globes, it somehow snuck into this year's Emmys, which mm-hmm. is always confusing. Asante Black for When They See Us, which got a lot of nominations this year. Paul, creepy Paul Dano. And I'm sure he's a lovely person, but boy, his characters are very creepy. Escape from um, Denimora. Uh, John Lequiziamo from When They See Us. Um, Stellan Skarsgård from Chernobyl. And Michael K. Williams from When They See Us. Uh, and in this category, Ben Wishaw takes it. Now, you saw a very English scandal. I saw Chernobyl <laughs> and a little bit of When They See Us. Did not see Escape. Was this fair and fitting? Yeah, um, it sure was. I- I'm not surprised that Ben won. It-, it's a, it is a character he's playing based um. on a real man. So oh. you put that together, and Ben is just a strange actor in and of himself. So that makes sense. I mean, I, this category is good. Paul Dano is what you expect in Escape <laughs> at Danamora. Playing a real man. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange Everybody's there. playing a real man. Everyone is. They, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's all real real people here. Um, you know, I my heart goes to Chernobyl at all, all the time. When they see us is appropriately represented and Ben won, no surprise. Okay. I'm not surprised. Hmm. Uh, so after that, we have supporting actress Ha-ha. in a limited series of movie the nominees. Patricia Arquette for The Act. Marsha Stephanie Blake for When They See Us. Patricia Clarkson for Sharp Objects. And this is where, Ref, like you were saying, it's like, what Sharp Objects? Yes, like, why are you- Wasn't that like last decade? Yes. <laughs> Vera Famiga is also nominated for When They See Us. Margaret Qualley for Her Fossil Burden. <laughs> <laughs> and Emily Watson for Chernobyl. It's a tough category. It's a very strong category. Very tough. Um, I'm going with Emily Watson here. I, Patricia Arquette was dynamite in the act. The act, it's just, but when it's equal like this, I start going to the show I like better. Okay, but that's not what happened. I know it's not, because Patricia Arquette won mm-hmm. for the act in this category. Emily Watson, just look at that scene when she gives the woman those pills and says, get out of here. Chernobyl. <laughs> but anyway, Patricia, it, you know, no, that's not a problem. I mean, she certainly deserves her award here. We are going to move on to Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. So we're out of the limited and we're into the series, which is consecutively, you know, you know, season one, two, three. That's where we're moving to. Now, this category is interesting because it seems like we have a new crop of comedy and Barry's taking no 
No, they're taking they're taking your ticket is what they're. Let's start with Alan Ark, Arkin from the uh, Kromsky Method, which I feel like as well. Like, what are you doing here? I feel like we already <laughs> we've already celebrated this, but um, <laughs> he's here. Anthony Kerrigan for Barry, Tony Hale for Veep, Stephen Strange Root for Barry, Tony Shalhoub for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Harry Winkler, one of my favorite actors right now. He really is really knocking out, out of the park. Now you would think Harry won last year, remember? Mm-hmm. He, and it was surprise. Um, I have to say that from what I've seen, it appropriately goes to Tony. The marvelous Mrs. Maisel is a wonderful dance of musicality that if you are off your beat because everything is so sharp and the camera's moving and the lines are very witty and quick you really have to have a seasoned actor like Tony to take it and he did Um, not that these other actors aren't seasoned but I do enjoy the musicality of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel so yes um, however I think I'd give it to the other Tony Tony Hale for V. Mm. Mm, interesting. Thank God, boy. Uh, but no problem there. Moving on. Supporting actress in the comedy series, Alex Borstein, or Borstein, sorry, for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Anna Klumsky for Veep. Uh, Sean Clifford for Fleabag. Olivia Coleman for Fleabag. Uh, Betty Gilpin for Glow. Sarah Goldberg for Barry. Marin Hinkle for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Kate McKinnon Saturday Night Live, and I think they left out a hundred other people. I miss it like the longest. I didn't even know <laughs> Olivia Coleman wasn't Fleabag. <laughs> so who takes it? Alex Borstein for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Second year in a row for her. Second year in a row. Am I cool with it? Yeah. I mean, they got her working pretty hard. She yeah. was, she she was carrying a, a plunger for half of the series. That's right. <laughs> the <laughs> season. <laughs> Pretending to be a plumber. Let's move on to best supporting actor in a drama series. Now, oh, oh, oh. Um, here we go. Alfie mm. Allen, Game of Thrones. Jonathan Banks, Better Call Saul. <laughs> help me out here. Nicolaj Coster Waldau. Nicolaj. Nicolaj from Game of Thrones. Peter Dinklage, Game of Thrones. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, Better Call Saul. Michael Kelly, House of Cards. Chris Sullivan, This Is Us. That's a lot happening in that category. However, this is no strange win. Maybe not necessarily what was expected, but he's certainly no stranger to winning Emmys. And of course, we're talking about Peter Dinklage taking it for Game of Thrones. And I, you know, to be honest with you, I am an avid watcher of This Is Us. I do know, I've seen, yeah, I would, that would, I, I've seen a little bit of Peter Dinklage. <laughs> but this is more your category. You would be able to test Um, this is a weird category. It's hard to really choose. Um, so it's fine. Okay. You know, I'm not the Game of Thrones. I'm done with it. So. Well, no, you're not because this next category. (laughs) I'm done. They're not. I am done. (laughs) So next category, yes. Supporting actress in a drama series. 
Uh, we have Gwendolyn Christie for Game of Thrones, Lady Brienne of Tar. Uh, we have Julia Garner for Ozark, Lena Headey for Game of Thrones, of course, Fiona Shaw for Killing Eve, Sophie Turner for Game of Thrones, and Maisie Williams for Game of Thrones. The winner is Julia Garner for Ozark. She was surprised. We all were. I I guess everybody else was. If I'm looking at this category, why not her? Mm. Why not her for Ozark? Because I am done with Game of Thrones. So that only leaves Fiona Shaw for Killing Eve, who is excellent. Mm. Uh, But Julia Garner, good job. I applaud her. Thank you. I just have to note to the listeners, who's Julia? Who's Julia? If you watched um, any season of The Americans, she was the young teenager that, um, you know, the lead actor had to sort of have this weird, strange, not perverted, but it was just very strange relationship um, with, she did a great job in that. And boy, did she take it home. Let's um, move on to lead actress. Oh, oh, oh. in a limited series or movie. <laughs> oh, oh. This, this category right here ain't no joke. Amy Adams for Sharp Objects. Oh, Patricia Arquette again for Escape from Dana Moore. Now, this is not, this is, she's lead now. And I was kind of rooting for it just because that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did not see it. Uh, Anjuan Ellis, uh, or Anjanou Ellis, excuse me, When They See Us. Oh, Joey King, the act. Ay, ay, ay. Niecy Nash, when they see us. Boy, when, you, when it's time to get serious, Niecy does it. And Michelle Williams, Fosse Vernon. I saw every episode of Michelle Williams' performance, and she rightfully took that home because not only did she have to pull out, like, think about the layering of what she had to do. She had to sing, dance, and act, but like, not just. I'm dancing and singing. She had to sing, dance, and act for one of the top choreographers of musical theater ever in that style, Fosse. And she also had to play a aging woman. Like, I believed that Michelle Williams was a 47, 48-year-old woman. Mm. I did. I just truly Mm -hmm. did. She just did it, and she talked about her hair and her makeup and teeth (laughs) in her speech. But she took it home. She took it home. and But she was up against worthy, worthy um, other performances. Yeah, this came came down really to her and Patricia Arquette for Escape at Danamora. I, I, it's close. If you see Escape at Danamora, you will know <laughs> why Patricia Arquette was nominated. My question in this category is, why is Ingenue and Nisi in here for lead actress? Yes, well, you know why. That was political. They're not um, lead. They're supporting. It's strange. And they deserve to be nominated. <sighs> yes. Lead actor in a limited series or movie. Jarrell Jerome for When They See Us. Mahershala. Mm. The true detective. He's a one-name guy. <laughs> Benicio Del Toro for Escape at Danamora. Hugh Grant for A Very English Scandal. Jared Harris for Chernobyl. And Sam Rockwell for Fonzie Burton in this category. Whoa. And Jerome Jerome wins. He was shocked. The audience was shocked. But they loved it. It it was shocking. Wow. I've seen most of these performances. 
You've seen them all. Yes. Mm. I was surprised. This is, I, I'm super happy because I'm super happy. But I really thought, to be honest with you, I knew Jared Harris would be a favorite just because Chernobyl is a favorite. And Jared Harris is a marvelous actor. And he really, they, I mean, if he didn't walk out of that performance with at least three ulcers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the first scene he offs himself, and then you have to figure out why this man would take his life, this brilliant scientist, and you find out why. Yeah. But Mahershala mm. pick, played three different mm. time periods. Mm. I, this was a tough category Sam Rockwell, dancing, singing, acting, taking drugs, popping pills. <laughs> <laughs> I, wearing you know, wigs, wearing all kinds of wigs. <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, I like Jarrell. That's what I'll say. Yeah, he's wonderful. Yeah, I like Jarrell. I'm happy for him. <laughs> I'm at a loss. Would you have voted that way since you've seen all these performances? Uh, uh, no. I, I would not have. Now look, Jarrell did his job and when they see us, he did an excellent job. Excellent job. But like you said, look at what Mahershala, because the yeah. thing is, you have to consider also what is called for. Jarrell's character and when they see us, he just didn't, it didn't require as many shades. He had yeah. to go there dramatically. He had to go all the way there dramatically. Yeah. But we had that from other actors in this category, along with a lot of other things. So that's where I go, hmm. So what's the next category? Because uh, okay. <laughs> I like Jarrell, and I'm happy for him, but mm. Well, the next category is uh, still filled with a lot of strong performances, lead actress in a comedy. Mm-hmm. This is a comedy. We've got Christina Applegate for Dead to Me, which really was a sneaky Netflix win, meaning it people really took to it. Uh, Rachel uh, Rosnahan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. There's really no surprise here why she got nominated. She's won this before. She won the Golden Globe. Um, and, and I believe she won this Emmy last year. No real surprise why she's here. But guess who's back? <laughs> Julia Louise Dreyfus. And they announced that she has the most nominations for a man or a woman. There's not been a person more nominated other than maybe Don Cheadle, who <laughs> apparently got nominated <laughs> nine times. <laughs> but um, really, come back, kid, there. Natasha Lerone. Now, uh, Leon, excuse me, Russian Doll was another one of those Netflix sneaky hits. Um, people really took to that. She was very strange throughout the night. Her clapping and, and no, no, she was in another. Oh, yeah. She was strange. in another, another universe. And then finally, they recognized Catherine O'Hara. Listen, folks, get your stuff together. Catherine O'Hara is Here one of go. the greatest comedic actresses. <laughs> 
What are you laughing at? No, I'm, I'm, I'm because I was waiting for this to come. So I'm yes. sorry, I'm, I don't want to interrupt. We have been on Shit's Creek since day one. I couldn't even say it before, but now I'm proud to say Shit's Creek. <laughs> no, I'm <am> proud. <laughs> And they're finally getting up on this. She was nominated, but tonight it goes to the last nominee, Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Fleabag. And I tell you what, she was as surprised as anybody. <laughs> I mean, the momentum started with the writing and with the directing and with, you know, and, you know, obviously this win. She took it home and she said something that was very interesting. She said it started off as a one woman show mm-hmm. uh, um, in theater for theater right so mm-hmm. i can only imagine you know what she would have to do but hats off i don't know if that's who you would have chosen but that's who they did so there it is you know <clears throat> fleabag fleabag is not my kind of show i mean i get it i get where they would go but rachel brosnahan and Catherine o'hara mm. oh my gosh come on I didn't see the last season of Veep, so you yeah, did. Yeah, and, uh, and you know what? Compl- I'm glad you mentioned Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <clears throat> Her too. Mm. Um, lead actor in a comedy series. Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Don Cheadle for Black Monday. <laughs> Any other blacks? No, okay. So <laughs> there's Don Cheadle and Anthony Anderson. Got that. Ted Danson for The Good Place. Michael Douglas for the Kaminsky Method, Bill Hader for Barry, and Eugene Levy for Shit's Creek. Well, okay. Fine. And the winner is Bill Hader for Barry, of course. Second year in a row. Love it. Um, second year in a row. Am I mad at this? No. Cool. I have not seen Black Monday, so. Oh, well. I don't know. I, I'll be respectful tonight. Lead actress in a drama series. Now, this is, you know, relatively the big one. Uh, Emilia Clark for Game of Thrones. No surprise here. She usually gets nominated. Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, which is the counterpart to Sandra Oh, who's also nominated. Viola Davis is back. She's sometimes nominated, sometimes not for How to Get Away with Murder. Laura Linney for Ozark. Now, here's a new one. Mandy Moore and she deserves this nomination because they really put her through the ringer and they mm-hmm. showed part of the clip and yeah. it, th- this season was all about the morning of Jack and she went to some very beautiful places really respectful of her and then we'll end it with Robin Wright House of Cards who if she breathes she's gonna get nominated <laughs> however this was a big huge surprise Jodie Comer takes it home for Killing Eve and everybody was shocked, including poor little Joni. She, in <laughs> fact, was so shocked that she did not invite her mom or her dad. <laughs> she was like, I'm totally not going to win. And right. uh, she comes from across the pond. She comes from um, London or uh, England and Liverpool to be exact. And she was like, stay home. I'm not going <laughs> to win. And she took it home. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Okay, good. That's I'm good. Not, I, I haven't yeah. seen it. Put it put it this way. If it's based on the work, this makes sense. Uh, mm. This is a strong category, but she has a weird character that she nails. Okay. So if you put that together, then yeah, you're going to have a win. Um, Where can we I, see this? Do you remember? 
Uh, it's BBC America. Okay. Uh, but and also AMC has now picked it up. Oh. Okay. Um, so both, because the second season AMC started uh, airing it concurrently with BBC America, because they're in the same family of channels. If you're wondering, gotcha. everybody. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, that's how you can find that. And uh, now, lead actor in a drama series, Jason Bateman for Ozark. I was very surprised when he won for directing an episode of Ozark <laughs> instead of the 100 directors of Game of Thrones. So that was a good highlight for me. Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us. Kit Harrington for Game of Thrones. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Billy Porter for Pose. And Milo Vintamilia for This Is Us. The winner, Billy Porter. Newbie. Pose and his hat won an award as well. <laughs> And the poor person behind him. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully Billy had it in his lap. Uh, he was there no, with his you sister. Know Billy. No, 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 he didn't. He didn't have it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not just the person uh, behind him. But what about his sister sitting next to him? I mean, it was jumping out. <laughs> so Billy won for Pose. It's an historic win for him. Um, I'm cool with it. Okay. I do, um, I do appreciate this category, and I'm I'm cool with it. I, I, really, anybody here could have won except for Kit, and not because of Kit, because of Game of Thrones. Oh boy, television movie. Now this is a big one. Uh, people, now I am not clear between the two categories. Maybe you have mm -hmm. more insight between mm -hmm. a movie. I mean, I know. Business-wise, I understand it um, for what I do for a living, but I don't understand why the Emmys really need to, to separate it. Um, yeah. And the only reason why is the limited series from what we know legally could possibly get picked up for mm -hmm. another series, just like we had with um, Big Little Lies. So Big Little Lies was actually a limited series. It went on to a season two. Um, but anyway, television movie, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. Okay. Brexit on HBO. Deadwood the movie on HBO. King Lear. Starring Sir Anthony Hopkins. Um, Amazon Prime and My Dinner with Her on HBO. Black Mirror takes it. And I feel like Black Mirror is very popular among the people. Mm -hmm. Like it's... Yeah. It's that, it's that show on Netflix that deals with how technology really goes awry or can go awry. Um, and it took it. Yep. And this is the one where it was like, choose your own adventure or whatever? Yes, you could click through and mm -hmm. figure out how you want things to end. Yeah. I'm not really inspired by this category. I am um, not either, because mm -hmm. they separated it. And yeah. I, I, I mean, get yeah. why they do that. Um, yeah. In a limited series, also we have to keep in mind, usually has more than one episode. Right. Mm -hmm. So they do split it up, but in in my, the totality of the story, it's the same thing. There's beginning, middle, and end. And so, mm. whatever. Whatever. Well, moving on to limited <clears throat> series, uh, Chernobyl on HBO, Escape uh -oh. at Danamora on Showtime, Fosse oh. Verdon on FX, Sharp Objects on HBO, and When They See Us on Netflix. Strong category. There. Um, Chernobyl wins. Am I surprised? No, didn't I say it? Oh. <laughs> You're so humble. <laughs> I'm not going to be humble about this. 
didn't <laughs> because this is the kind of quality that I'm asking for. This is it. Will you forget watching Chernobyl? Will you forget it? I think not. No. So but I mean, arguably, but, uh, a lot of these you won't forget. That's true, but I really, I'm not going to forget Chernobyl. I will not. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know that for a fact. So I mean, again, strong category. Sharp objects. I keep looking at that, going, "Why? We gotta fix this Emmys with when we nominate." Yeah, it's very. I'm, I'm not clear on what the cutoff is. Let's move on to cat a comedy series. Barry oh, on we're down HP- to the last two. Yes, this is. Ooh. I mean, we are done. Cue the music. Um, <laughs> comedy series. Barry on HBO, which again, second season, no surprise here. Fleabag on Amazon Prime, The Good Place, which it's so hard for these network shows because you forget. Um, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which took it home last year. Russian Doll, again, remember that was that sneaky hit from Netflix. Shit! Crank! On Pop. And then, of course, Veep is back. And who do you think takes it home? Oh, I know what you're <laughs> thinking. Clearly, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Nope. Mm. Well, then you thought, well, Veep, obviously. Nope. Final well, season, right? Of, of course, Barry would know. Fleabag on Amazon Prime. Amazon made it big this year. And mm-hmm. um, if I'm not mistaken, it's in the press that the CEO of Netflix said that he regret, regrets not outbidding one show only. And that mm. is Fleabag. Mm. <laughs> he wanted Fleabag. And he didn't get it. And uh, so yeah. it took it. It took it. It was, the, it was the Brits night tonight. Well, we're not done. We're not done. Right, we're not. And Fleabag, keep in mind, the creator of that also created Killing Eve. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah, so, so that's why when uh, Jody won, she said, oh, Phoebe. Gotcha. So, yeah, so now, um, Fleabag, I'll tell you, if you haven't seen it, it is for a specific kind of viewer. So you'll know from the beginning watching it whether it's for you or not. If it's for you, you're going to love it. Can you give us a five-second so that listeners will go, oh, not for me, or oh, that sounds great. Um... It's about a woman who is very open. I'll put it that way. Sexually. Yes, <laughs> and otherwise. And and she talks straight to camera, my friends. Oh, she and breaks she, the fourth wall. Yeah, she has a quirky sensibility, that whole kind of thing. You know, it's the wink to it. It's it, There's a lot going on uh, that Phoebe does as that character. Uh, so again, you know, if you're an adult, and you're fine with that. You can check it out, and you can figure out whether it is for you or not. Okay. So I bet you this you next know, winner's for you. There you go. So see that nah. we'll figure out whether this is for us or not. It's coming up next. <laughs> so here we go. Oh, and I should say Phoebe didn't create Killing Eve, but she's the showrunner and the writer. Oh, okay. I was going to say, wow, gosh, wow. Yeah, yeah but so, you know. Drama series. Last category. The big one. Mm-hmm. Nominees. Better Call Saul on AMC. Better Call. This show keeps holding on. It does. 
Bodyguard on Netflix. Where is I almost this? forgot about that. And I'm so like, did what? I. <laughs> Game of Thrones on HBO. Shocker. The final season, it, it ended TV as we know it. Oh my gosh. Well, they kind of said it tonight. <laughs> yeah. Killing Eve. There it is. AMC and BBC America, as I mentioned earlier. Ozark on Netflix. Pose on FX. Ooh. Succession on HBO. And This Is Us on NBC. And This Is Us is like, just us? <laughs> <laughs> We're the only traditional network show? Sorry, This Is Us. Because it's Game of Thrones here who's oh, the winner. We shocked. It's the we final season. They're all very proud of themselves. But how <laughs> many people are in agreement outside of the ones who worked on it? Now, these people, after there was a backlash, some of them wanted to come out and defend their show. That's fine. But guess what? It wasn't good. Oh, here we go. It wasn't good. And I'm not talking about, oh, I couldn't see in that episode. It was too dark. Let me know how satisfying it was at the end of Game of Thrones. Was that worth it, all of those seasons, all of this time, all of the buildup, all of the stretching things out? No. Who could have won instead of Game of Thrones? Anything else. Oh, there you have it. Um, and the thoughts of the critics are not shared above all <laughs> people, obviously. So you can send your mail directly to him. I'm out of it. You want. Because I didn't watch it. So um, <laughs> I, I watched it for a little bit of a first season. That's it. But you know what? 2019 served to be a really strange year. A lot of firsts. A lot of... Um, we've got the new reign of comedy. Barry's going strong with their actors. Bill Hader. Um, along with Fleabag. Really sweeping tonight. Did a lot of sweeping. Overall, the Brits did pretty good tonight. They were the true winners. But we are excited (laughs) because um, there's still more TV coming at us. And it is no better time to be alive because we are alive during the reign of television. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.